This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who row the pine. I'm your host, Matt Takimoto. This is episode 241, and it is going to feature the Benchwarmer team of Eric Eade and Matt Doherty against Benchwarmer Scott Grimes and our special guest for this episode and newcomer to the bench, Zach Goslin. Zach, welcome. Thanks for being here on your first episode. Uh, why don't you take a minute and tell the folks about... Uh, who you are and what teams you root for or what sports you follow. Hi. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for inviting me to do this. My name's Zach. Um, there's a small number of people who would know me as Pitt basketball shouting, the Pitt Panthers blogger. But if you do cool, not that big a deal. And they stay there on Twitter. Plug, plug. Um, I was on Jeopardy around the same time Taco was, although I am 0-1 as I will remain forever. Loyalty wise, uh, my prime, you know, my, my highest loyalty is to the Panthers, all sports. Pit volleyball is the, you know, be all end all greatest team ever, of course. And then from there, the Mets, the Devils, I'm from Jersey, so Mets, Devils, uh, New York Giants for football. And then I lived in Oklahoma City for a while, so uh, picked up the Thunder too because the Nets left Jersey. So looking forward to it. Definitely a little, little nervous, but uh, excited to play. All right. And Scott, how are you? And what's your team name tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm excited. It's a fun time of year when we're recording this. It's uh, right before the NFL Conference Championship Games and the WWE Royal Rumble. So it's always it's an exciting time of year for me, headed towards the NFL offseason and WrestleMania season. So I'm excited. I'm excited to team up with Zach. You know, Jeopardy contestants are kind of hit or miss on our show. So it'll be interesting to see what happens um, with another one here. But uh, team name-wise, you know, um, I was trying to get to know Zach a little bit based on his wheelhouses and trying to put something together. And he mentioned, obviously, that he's a Pitt Panthers fan and an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. So my mind immediately went to someone who played for both that I'm also uh, a pretty big fan of. And he is uh, a very underrated NBA player. So tonight we're going to be the Steven Adams fan club. All right. It's the Steven Adams fan club against team that will soon be named Matt and Eric. How are you? And what is your team name tonight? Um, I'm doing good. Uh, that's all I got. Eric. Um, this is, uh, your, your Costco minute with me today. Um, I, I, I I've said it before. Kirkland, I love, Kirkland, I love that. Kirkland. I love that damn place. And I drive an hour every two weeks to it. So that just proves how stupid I am. But uh, if you've never had those stupid, there's like these chicken nugget things that they have there that I'm literally obsessed with. So if you look up Kirkland chicken chunks, it's the greatest thing that's ever existed. It's like buying Chick-fil-A for your house. Mm -hmm. And so that's your, you're welcome. So if you have a Costco, go get those and hopefully they'll sponsor us soon because I'll just plug their chicken nuggets every day. Um, But our team name has nothing to do with chicken nuggets, maybe a little bit. (laughs) So... um, (laughs) Uh, everyone's been complaining, like, oh, Taylor Swift, there's too much. But Matt and I have agreed that we want more Taylor Swift. So our team name today is more Taylor Swift. Yeah, what's wrong with Taylor Swift? All right, so we've got the Steven Adams fan club versus more Taylor Swift. And we are also looking for a chicken chunk sponsorship. Got it. So we've got our teams. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. 
The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. The first quarter for this episode will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. Question one in Sporting Haikus. Giants receiver, five straight thousand yard seasons, somehow no Pro Bowls. All right, we'll check in. Okay, more Taylor Swift has checked in. Steven Adams fan club, talk it out. Uh, the two that we've been dancing around, funny enough, are Victor Cruz and Amani Toomer. Cruz was on some good Giants teams for sure. Whether he ever had like a single Pro Bowl season is, is another story. And then we were talking about how Amani Toomer might have been buried under some bigger talent around the time that he was having his best seasons. So I think we're we're both heading towards Amani Toomer as the pick. Yeah, I think it's Toomer. I, I think I like we said he was buried, right? Moss, Owens, Tory Holt. Like there were just a lot of guys. And Toomer was just one of those quiet, sort of consistent thousand yard receiving guys. He wasn't flashy. And that's what they look for in the Pro Bowl, right? They kind of want the the guys with big numbers and the the flashy plays. So I, I think I like Toomer better because Cruz did that. I feel like they'd want Cruz at the Pro Bowl, right? The dancing, and he's a deep threat. But Toomer, he's kind of a guy I feel like would that would get overlooked. I can talk us into a bit more because I think by the time Cruz was big too, there were a bit more of the you know the dropouts, the oh yeah, crisis at the Pro Bowl. Whereas you know early two thousands, it wasn't quite as bad, so it's less likely he even would have been like an injury replacement or a a bail. So I, I think we're we're talking ourselves into Amani Toomer. Yep, I'm with it. We're gonna check in with Amani Toomer. And more Taylor Swift. What did you check in with? Uh, my, he he came up in our conversation. Uh, so did Victor Cruz, Plaxico Burris. I liked Akeem Nix for a half a second, and then I feel like he didn't stick around long enough or even had that many good seasons. Um, but eventually we did land on Amani Toomer as well. And both teams getting points. It is Amani Toomer. He had 1,000-yard receiving seasons from 1999 through 2003. And yeah, somehow no Pro Bowls little surprising when you think about it. But yeah, I think the three lots of people dropping out and half the league making the Pro Bowl makes a difference there. Question two in Sporting Haikus. White guy hoops legend, 2K points as a Jayhawk, not Nick Collison. We'll check in. More Taylor Swift has checked in. Steven Adams fan club, talk it out. This could go far back. Also, I mean, Kansas has been, you know, a powerhouse for a long time. Yeah, I mean, you can't go that far back because you have the college rules, same as anything, where, like, freshmen couldn't play initially. But I think that was done by, like, the 70s, 80s. Right, yeah. And I, I wonder how liberal he is with the term legend. White guy who's <laughs> legend. So it's, like, Kirk Heinrich was, was there. He was teammates with Nick Collison. But I don't think he got to 2,000 points. He was more of an assist guy. Nick Collison's a Thunder legend. I just want to put that out there. He, he is a Thunder legend. Only only retired number in Thunder history. Absolutely. 
I believe at some point, maybe Nikolson's Thunder teammate might have been Sasha Khan, who also went to Kansas, but don't think he got to 2,000 points. I think he did have a cup of coffee with the Thunder at some point. Um, I feel like we're missing somebody. We definitely are. I think we have something. We have we have we have Kirk in case nothing else comes up in the next few minutes. But I'm thinking about that 05 team that was the Chalmers team. I remember Thomas Robinson in like the 2010s, but like thinking of white trying to think of white guys. No, that because that Chalmers team was like Chalmers, Julian Wright. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't think of a of a white guy that was giving them a lot of minutes at that point. Right, Brandon Rush was on those teams. The Chalmers teams. Um, and then if I'm thinking before that, right, then it's like. Paul Pierce, Rafe LaFrance. I don't know if if Rafe LaFrance counts as a white guy. I don't know what what his his you know his background is. But he was. I mean, he very well probably got to two thousand points. He was, you know, like a third overall pick in the draft. I mean, he was excellent at Kansas. But I just don't know if he counts. Oh man, I'm I'm this. I did not expect the sports podcast to get into blood quantum's as quickly as it did. <laughs> leave it to taco i leave it i leave it up to you i, I don't i don't have uh i don't have a on this i'd rather answer with friends because i think he has a better shot of actually clearing 2k 2000. points yeah. rather than heinrich who again i think was more of an assist guy and Carlson was doing the scoring mm-hmm. um but yeah i i i think the friends and we just hope and pray that he's white checking in with like rafe for friends i guess yeah and more Taylor Swift. What did you check in with? I, I want to, before you get to this, Eric, why would Rafe LaFrance not be white? I'm still confused as to how that came up. Why is he not white? <laughs> because his name's Rafe LaFrance. Oh, I mean, the dude was born in Iowa. I mean, how many black people are born in Iowa? I mean, like two, three? No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's born in Iowa. Anyway, go ahead, Eric. So I I am fortunately very familiar with Rafe LaFrance's uh, 23andMe profile. Um, <laughs> he is, in fact, white. Um, so we checked in with Rafe LaFrance. And both teams are getting points. Yeah, there are three 2,000-point scores in Kansas Jayhawks history. There is Danny Manning at the top. There's Nick Collison. And then there is Rafe LaFrance, who is unequivocally white. <laughs> unequivocally <laughs> Question three in Sporting Haikus. Thousand career points, 20 years in New Jersey, number 26. I'm going to check in. I'm checking in. Eric and only Eric is checking in. Steven Adams fan club, talk it out. So I can name some Devil's Legends because we're assuming this is a hockey question. Uh, certainly no one, I don't think any, I know the Nets well enough that I don't think, don't think anybody played for the Nets for 20 years. Well, yeah. Also, if you play for twenty years and you only have a thousand career points in the Nick, NBA, that's Nick that's Collison. terrible. You're Kevin. You're Kevin <laughs> Willis. Bismarck Biombo. Yeah. yeah. Rafe LaFrance. <laughs> yeah, he wishes he lasted four years. So I'm going through some Devils legends. The two, the retired numbers are Danico, Scott Stevens, Eliash is a re, is relatively recent, and then uh, Jamie Langenbrenner. Langenbrenner wasn't in Jersey for 20 years, so that actually knocks him out. He went elsewhere, I think. Um, so, yeah, in terms of point scorers, yeah, Patrick Eliash would be the best name I can pull here. Um, I I know he was around for 
quite a while. I don't know if he quite made it to 20. Uh, I'm coin flip between Scott Stevens and Patrick Eliash. So I think I think Eliash would be the better swing there because, again, Stevens was the defensive guy. So do you have any? any... Do it. Okay. Uh, check in with Patrick Eliash. And more Taylor Swift or just Eric? What did you check in with? Um, just the fact that it's New Jersey, number 26, 20 years. Makes sense. It's Patrick Eliash. Both teams getting points. It is Patrick Eliash. Yeah, finished with 1,025 career points in a 20-year career, all with the Devils. And just for reference, Nick Collison did not play 20 years in OKC, in case anyone was worried. He did play 14 seasons in OKC, which is a lot of seasons. Oh, wow. I was going to guess 15. Yeah, he had he was doing the Odonis Haslam thing by the end there. Yeah, he's got his like name engraved on the back of one of the end of the bench seats. All right. Question four, final question of Sporting Haikus. 6405 yards. I have to say it that way so the syllables fit. FBS career leader. No NFL snaps. All right, Taco, we're good. we're going to check in. Okay, the Steven Adams fan club has checked in. More Taylor Swift to talk it out. So, like, career rushing yards, if that's where we're going, then it's like, who's the, who's the kid that passed Ron Dane? Shoot. I thought he played in the NFL, but I guess he never did. Uh, he went to San Diego State. Why Why can't I think of his name? Oh, I have no idea. Who's that? There was the, there was a, the main reason his name ever stood out to me is because there was a guy... Bobby Humphrey, Donnell Pumphrey. That's it. All right. So we're that's 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 him. Donnell Humphrey. Donnell Pumphrey. P U and a bunch of other letters. I think that's it. Yeah, it's it's. I, I'm pretty sure he's the one that passed Dane. Okay. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna check in with Donnell Pumphrey. And Stephen Adams fan club. What did you check in with? Not Donnell Pumphrey, the legend Donnell Pumphrey, who. Was definitely on some NFL rosters. I guess maybe he just never took a snap. I don't know what happened with Zach and I, but we got stuck on QBs. And now that I'm looking at the question, that's way too few of yards for quarterbacks in FBS. But we were we were stuck on QBs um, and we were trying to figure out which quarterback we wanted to go with because obviously Case Keenum has taken snaps and some of the other guys. So we ended up checking in with uh, – and you know what? I'm still good with it because, you know, shout out Timmy Chang. <laughs> FBS legend Timmy Chang. So we checked in with Timmy Chang. Okay, one team is getting points. Yes, it is San Diego State legend Donnell Pumphrey. Uh, yeah, he was drafted eventually by the Eagles. Traded a couple of times. Stuck behind, stuck on the depth chart behind Legarrette Blunt, among other people. Uh, suffered a torn hamstring and then just signed to a couple of other teams and never got picked up. And the last team he was signed for was the DC defenders of the XFL. And he's now come back home to San Diego state as a grad assistant. So he's, if, if I, he was on the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. So technically yes. he just never took a, he never played. He never played. He was on, he tore his hamstring. He was on injured reserve that entire season. Ah, there it is. All right. After the first quarter, here are our scores. More Taylor Swift went four for four. They've got 100 points, and the Stephen Adams fan club has 75. We now move on to the second quarter, which is David versus Goliath. 
David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. Question number one, David. He's the only U.S. president to be a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Question one, Goliath. He's the only national prime minister to be a member of the International Cricket Council Hall of Fame. We're going to check in. More Taylor Swift has checked in. Stephen Adams fan club. Talk it out. So the David we have 100%, and I think we're just trying to... Yeah. Try to grind out just naming an Australian prime minister. And do you even want to take a shot at it if we can name one? Or probably not. I think it would benefit us more to take the guaranteed points, especially when we get to the fourth. We're going to want more points to play with against these guys. Mm -hmm. I think if we felt like ninety percent about someone, then we take the, the risk. But if not, I think it's probably better to take the guaranteed points. Okay, and yeah, he said WWE Hall of Fame, not Wrestling Hall of Fame. There's a different president in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm just showing out, <laughs> right. showing out what I can do here. That is uh, part of my flavor text, so don't step on my feet. Ah, I won't. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll check in with the David then. Yep. Okay, so checking in with Donald Trump for the David. And more Taylor Swift. What did you check in with? Well, he is probably one of the greatest uh, cricketers of all time, and for the longest time, like maybe eight to 12 years or something. He was the prime minister of Pakistan. Uh, the, I'm 90% or 99% sure that the uh, Goliath is Emron Khan. Both teams getting their points. Yes. The David is indeed Donald Trump and the Goliath is former Pakistani prime minister Imran Khan, who is now currently in jail. No. On yeah, I know multiple that there's, charges uh, for yeah, corruption to, and coup. among other things. Bribery. Well, I mean, he's and... also trying to do a coup there too. You know, I mean, basically right. the military ran. The way Pakistan is weird is that the military really kind of runs everything, and the prime minister only serves at like the leisure of the of the military. And he kind of ran afoul of the generals there at the end, and they said, "All right, bye." And then he said, "Oh no, no, I'm a big tough guy, and I'm super popular. I'm going to have a uprising." And they said, "No, you're in jail." Okay. And yeah, my flavor text on that was there is a different president who is a member of the National Wrestling Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. Does anyone besides Zach want to venture a guess? Yeah, that's uh, it might be Abe Lincoln. I've heard of him. Yeah. It is Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Did you say Six. Abe Lincoln? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Okay. Question two in David and Goliath. The David, name any of the four 2023 U.S. Ryder Cup team members who played in their first Ryder Cup. Two of them won their first majors in 2023. Question to Goliath, name any of the four first-time members of the 2023 European Ryder Cup team. None of them have won majors, but two of them are Scandinavian. Apologies to Eric Walling for a Ryder Cup question and a cricket question in the same game that you're not on. All right, we're going we're gonna to check in. More Taylor Swift has checked in. Steven Adams fan club, talk it out. So I, I saw I, I saw something the other day, the Ryder Cup team and the members of the team, but all of the guys that I remembered that are on it, I don't think it's any of their first time. So that's not helping. It's like Ricky Fowler, 
Jordan Spieth is there. Scheffler's there. Uh, Brooks Kepka, who we have a proclivity for, is there. I can't imagine it would be any of their first time, though. So it's gonna, it's got to be guys that newer guys, and I, I just haven't been following current golf. So guys who've won their first majors in 2023, I don't know if that's going to help me a lot. And I'm just, I'm just a passenger on this one. Okay, well, then we just got to throw some names out. And for Goliath, I mean, that's. I haven't even seen who's on that team, so I I can't even. No, I can to... make. I'm uh, 220 days into Duolingo Swedish, so I can make up a Scandinavian name. <laughs> the Stephen Adams fan club has checked in with Johannesson. More Taylor Swift. What did you check in with? So I can thank my gambling for this, um, because I unfortunately was gambling on golf, and I don't know why I would just go down and pick. You know who's going to win and never worked out um but one name stuck out to me during the Ryder cup because i knew one eric walling was over there so i was paying attention trying to gamble and like hey look i won while you were there but i never did uh, but a name stuck out just because it matched a uh hockey player's name uh, that i was a big fan of growing up um so we're checking in i'm not sure of his first names but we're checking in with the last name of straka okay one team is getting points here Let's go through first the David answers uh, any of the four first timers on the U.S. Ryder Cup team. You had 2023 U.S. Open champion Wyndham Clark, 2023 British Open champion Brian Harmon, and then you also had Sam Burns and Max Homa. Then for the Goliath, the four first timers on the European Ryder Cup team, uh, we did not have Johannesson, unfortunately. The Scandinavians were Ludwig Aberg and Nikolai Hogard. And then we also had Robert McIntyre and Sepp Straka. So points for the Goliath for more Taylor Swift for Straka. Question three in David and Goliath. The David. Name either 2022 MLB MVP. Question three, Goliath. Name the 1922 MLB MVP. No, no thank you. If there's ever been a question from Matt Doherty. Matt's like, wait, hold on a minute. He's like, wait, I get my 1920s MVPs mixed up. I've never seen him happier in his life than just a 1922 <laughs> baseball question. It's just the glow <laughs> in his face right now. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to check in. Okay. The Stephen Adams fan club has checked in. So more Taylor Swift to talk it out. Come on, Matt. So Matt, here's here's the only reason I would say no yeah, to your answer please of do. Fox yes. because I feel like that's not a Goliath answer. Yeah, that's why when he cuz I so we we probably cut this out. Um Taco was probably editing this part and he, he cut that part out. He was saying that if it was 1923 it would not have been a Goliath. And that makes me think that Fox might have been 1923. I know that Fox won the triple crown in there somewhere. Somewhere between 21 and like 25. And okay. I might have been 23. Um, I could be wrong, though. It could have been a little bit later. But anyway, um, so that makes me think it's got to be somebody I've either never heard of or rarely heard of. Uh, okay. So who won in 22? I forget who were the guys that won it's in 22. 22, it was either Judge or Goldschmidt. Well, there was two. And there was an AL MVP and an NL MVP. That's what I, yeah, so Judge. 
Okay, yeah. And Goldschmidt. No, I get that. I didn't. You were saying either. Oh. That's why I was like either. What yes, and like that's what I mean. Either of them. Either of them could work, be the yeah. are the answers. <laughs> so yeah, it's either whatever name because we only need one of them. So I would go judge because I'm more positive on that one. Go for it. Unless you don't want to take a risk. No, I can't do think not. of it. I mean, give me an like old, I, give me an I even old wrote in the timey text, baseball name. I even wrote in the messages there that I'm only 25% sure that it might be Fox. So wasn't there, wasn't there a guy like, uh, was there some dude with a super weird name, old baseball guy, Peck and Paw? No, <laughs> the flying, not him, the flying Dutchman. Um, all right. Anyway, no, right, we're going to, we're going to check him with Aaron Judge. Sure. And and Stephen Adams fan club. What did you check in with? Yeah, we'll just we'll we'll take the other side. We'll go Goldschmidt. Both teams getting points for the David. They were Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt. Eric, believe it or not, you did name Roger Peckinpah the nineteen twenty five MLB <laughs> oh. MVP. So you were pretty darn close. The nineteen twenty two MLB MVP. Uh, he hit four twenty in that season, and he had a particularly long hitting streak. This was George Sisler. Oh, oh, yeah. I've heard the name. Yeah. Sisler, Sisler. He had the, oh. the 41-game <laughs> streak that DiMaggio broke. So mm-hmm. he had the longest hitting streak for, what, 20 years or something? All right. At the end of the second quarter, here are our scores. More Taylor Swift is in the lead with 225, and the Steven Adams fan club has 125. It's now time for halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions. Each question is worth 25 points. And this edition of halftime is going to be another edition of what Eric Walling dubbed on, I think, a couple episodes ago of the OT. We are now calling it officially because of Walling the Leavitt Ducks Memorial Episcopalian Overlaps. These are, these will be two entertainment or pop culture questions and squished in the middle of those two answers is an athlete or a sports related thing. So my stock example has been, if I were to ask, he played Jesse Pinkman on Breaking Bad and his bat suit had nipples on it. Your full answer would be Aaron Paul George Clooney with Paul George in the middle of those two answers. What 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 did Walling call this again? He called it the Leva Ducks Memorial Episcopalian Overlaps. <laughs> I think this was on like two or three OTs ago and made me laugh. And so we're doing it. All right. Question number one in halftime. Early 90s Nickelodeon sitcom starring Michael Morona and Danny Tamborelli in the title roles. And Australian actress who starred in Bridesmaids and the Insidious trilogy. Projected. Okay. Steven Adams fan club is checked in. More Taylor Swift. Talk it out. Yeah, it's Pete. It's Pete and Pete. You know um, the Nickelodeon show, right? It's t- <laughs> I I don't Amanda know where no. like actresses are from. Um so there's Kristen Wig, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, Rose Byrne. So, Pete, yep. Pete, Pete and Pete Rose Byrne. Pete Rose Byrne. There you go. So, Pete Rose, there you go. We're, we're checking in with that. I'm not saying it again. And Stephen Adams Fan Club, what did you check in with? Yeah, got, was on this one pretty pretty early. I prefer her in 
instant family or neighbors. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of her. The internship, she's very good in that. Uh, Pete and Pete Roseburg. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is The Adventures of Pete and Pete Rose Byrne. I was just thinking about Pete and Pete recently because this this Jersey band called Real Estate just dropped a video for a song, which was like a low-key Pete and Pete reunion. They brought a bunch of those guys back. So nice. check that out. Yeah. All right. Question number two in halftime. Oscar-winning actor who has played characters named Easy Rollins, Robert McCall, and Frank Lucas, among others. And an American games company most famous for producing turn-based card games like Magic the Gathering. We are going to check in. Steven Adams Fan Club has checked in. More Taylor Swift. Talk it out. There was an episode here like a month ago or so where I got all of the halftime questions within like a half of a second of them being read. I really like that show. (laughs) It was a simpler so, time. The, the, you guys are all like just like like a a half of a like like a like seven years age different than me that you guys know these things that I just I I mean like a night an early nineties Nickelodeon I was not watching Nickelodeon sitcoms in the early nineties I was more I think we moved on from the Nickelodeon game <laughs> I know now we're on to the next one but still I don't even know who, he's got PTSD about the either. Nickelodeon question. Yes, I do. <laughs> And I totally Pete, missed Pete the Magic the, the Gathering uh, stuff. So, like, I don't know any card uh, card companies that did Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering was, like, literally, like, about five or eight years after me. So, I don't know. Oh, Easy Rollins. Robert McCall. Frank Lucas. If you can get me that, I might be able to get there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Any of those names don't sound any don't sound familiar to me at all. Well, Frank Frank Lucas Frank Lucas means something completely different to me. Like I he he was a like a um I don't know him. I I guess maybe I just didn't see whatever movie it was. Um, but he was like a drug like a real life person. Okay, like he died when I say well, recently, maybe within the last five years. Like he was like a drug like kingpin like a, type dude. Yeah, a kingpin. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know who would have played him. But and then it's not going to get me. I, for some reason, I can't figure out who makes magic the gathering i could probably look i have like a hundred of the cards on my floor right now but i'm not gonna look there there's eight hundred they spilled about a week ago and i have yet to pick them up um so i don't know let's just who's that guy oh him you know the guy with the thing sure um samuel l jackson whammo there you go (laughs) very nice and steven adams fan club what did you check in with yeah so the the first part of the clue because i was processing it as you were saying it uh easy rollins is the main character of devil in a blue dress noted african-american detective character um i was like 90 percent sure just hearing that it was denzel washington and then the back half of the clue uh, Magic Gathering, 100% of Wizards of the Coast, so, you know, that confirmed the first part for me, or if it's another Washington, then whoops, I almost said, you know, a different, you know, first name is common last name, but we will check in with Denzel Washington, Wizards of the Coast. And one team getting points, correct answer is Samuel L. Jackson, whammo. No, it is, uh, in fact, Denzel Washington, Wizards of the Coast. Yes, and Frank Lucas was a real drug kingpin, um, and Denzel Washington portrayed him in the movie American Gangster. Ah, uh, not on my radar. 
It's a good one. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's I've, a good movie. I love everything he does, so I'm surprised I just don't watch him. Anyway. All right. And the final question of halftime. 2010 romantic film starring Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried that centers around a soldier exchanging letters with his girlfriend at home and a 2012 film about a U.S. president fighting mythical creatures. We will check in. Okay. Stephen Adams fan club has checked in. More Taylor Swift. Talk it out. Because you're checking in within like seconds. And <laughs> over here going like, uh, but so Amanda who? So sci-fi. Not Amanda Pete, Matt. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's easier now. I kind of forgot the whole point of this thing. I forgot the sports link in the middle. Okay. What's the Channing Tatum movie? I think that's like Dear John. Okay. And then it would be John Abraham because it's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh. I forgot about that whole sport thing in the middle. Anyway. That's what we're going to go with. Dear John Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And Stephen Adams Fan Club, what did you check in with? Yeah, pretty sure Dear John is a Nicholas Sparks movie. I'm not. Uh, yes, it is. Great. Okay, cool. Because you, yeah, uh, Scott had it too. And then there is only one movie about presidents hunting mythical creatures that I can think of, and certainly only one that year. Um, so we're going to check in with Dear John Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Both teams getting points. Correct answer is Dear John Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I want to see Chat GPT write that movie now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, Zach, I'm very familiar with Channing Tatum's catalog. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Will Sparks film. John Abraham, the Jets defensive tackle or? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And Falcons? Yeah. Ooh, hey, look at me. All right. After halftime, the lead has shrunk just slightly. More Taylor Swift has 275. Steven Adams Fan Club has 200. We now move on to the third quarter, which will be Lucky Seven. Lucky Seven. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. Okay, so for this lucky seven, going first is going to be the Stephen Adams fan club, and you may choose from the following three lists. The last seven Pitt Panthers to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. The seven wrestlers who have spent the longest cumulative time in a Royal Rumble. Or the top seven career home run leaders for the New York Mets. Oh, these are good. Thank you so much. I think because it seems like you'd be more comfortable helping. You'd be more helpful with the Rumble stuff. Um, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'll be. I'll contribute to all. These are. I like all three of them. To be. To be honest, I want you to have a, the best experience possible. If you want to do the Pit Panthers one, just because it's your wheelhouse and it's fun, I'm fine with that. I don't really care if we win. I'd rather you have a good time. That's yeah, a very think... unique list for you. <laughs> so. I, I will. I'm gonna miss. Ah, I will embarrass myself, but I'm gonna miss some guy. Like I, I don't know how. Ah. Sure, sure. Let's, 
let's let's go for it because it's my it, you know I, I want to see how well I do on this, but I'm ready to. I might be skipping some dudes or something, but we'll see. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. So the Stephen Adams fan club is taking the last seven Pitt Panthers to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. So take some time to think about that list and more Taylor Swift strategize. Taco, we were checking in our, our list. Okay. Checking in the attempt at the last seven Pitt Panthers to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, why don't you give them to me one by one? Okay. Um, most recently uh, had a pretty big game in that playoff game the other week or last week in our timeline. Uh, Kalasha Kansi for the Bucks. Uh, correct. In 2023, 19th overall. Yep. Uh, then a guy I still believe in, but um, I understand if what happens happens in the draft this year, Kenny Pickett. In 2022, 20th overall, the Pittsburgh, correct? Yep. Uh, then we drop back a bit and uh, going to the Rams was Aaron Donald in 2013. Yep. He is there. And then I'm trying to do this in chronological order. So yeah, the next one chronologically would be uh, John Baldwin, I believe. In 2012 to Kansas City, 26th overall, correct? Nice. Uh, and then definitely Darrell Rivas to the Jets. 2007, 14th overall, correct. Okay, and that confirms it, I think, because then I th think the guy we were unsure of would have been drafted yeah. after that. So then we go back to Larry Fitzgerald. 2004, third overall, correct. And going to finish off with the other, other, other great uh, pay receiver, because also there was Jordan. I, I was asking, and I don't know if this will be on the recording, but I was asking about basically Jordan Addison, who was... Did his best work at Pitt, but would have been drafted out of USC, so that's not our answer. Uh, we're going to go for our last one with uh, Antonio Bryant. Antonio Bryant was a second-round pick in oh, 2002. No Cowboys legend. Uh, so you got six. There is one answer out there for the steal. More Taylor Swift. It's yours. It's Jeff Oda. Ota. It is Jeff Oda, 2008, 19th overall to Carolina. Ah, man. Uh, I forgot he existed. I, I, I start, I, my freshman year was 2010, so I wasn't going to know him at the time. And then, yeah, after the Fiesta Bowl year in 04 to around 2010, and then for even a while after that, the, the, the teams were pretty mid for the most part. So I was not expecting, you know, it makes sense, but I wasn't looking around for like, Big name guys from that era, really? Yeah, before Larry Fitzgerald, you have to go back to 1995 and Ruben Brown as the next most recent Pitts and I first rounder. Would not have gotten that, but thank you for giving me that question. Still appreciate it. All right. So more Taylor Swift. You are up. Would you like the seven wrestlers who have spent the longest cumulative time in a Royal Rumble or the top seven career home run leaders for the New York Mets? I mean, do you know the Royal Rumble one by like? I, I, I feel like I feel like I could hit a big chunk of them, but I think we have that Mets list. I, I mean, I a solid list. I think you're right. I came up with about four or five of these. You came up you came with up, the other you, ones. You, you listed all of them. I threw out like maybe one. So okay, because you had most of them, and I I agree with it. So let's go with it. We're gonna check in with the uh, the Mets home run leaders. All right, if you're ready, give them to me one by one. We're going to go with uh, uh, Wright, David Wright. 
David Wright, number two on the list with 242 career home runs. Still on the Hall of Fame ballot, 6.2%, baby. <laughs> he made it. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll go with uh, Piazza. Mike Piazza, third on the list with 220. And Daryl Strawberry? Daryl Strawberry, number one on the list, 252. Uh Pete Alonzo, I think he has a chance of beating Strawberry, right? Uh, at some point, hopefully, maybe. Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo, fourth on the list, 192 home runs. And Rick gets a little bit uh, dicey. Um, Beltran? Carlos Beltran, seventh on the list, 149. Oh, now I'm a little hey. questioning our other ones. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you question all you want. It's still it's I, what we checked in a, with, and that's fine. Yeah, but it's I think it's better than anything else anyway. Uh, Kingman, Dave Kingman, number six on the list with right. one fifty four. And then our last one we have is Johnson. You don't have to specify, but Howard Johnson has one hundred ninety two home runs, tied with Pete Alonso. Oh. You're in the list. Very that's good. Seven for okay. seven. And so that means after those first two lists, Stephen Adams fan club, the final list is yours. The seven wrestlers with the longest cumulative time in a Royal Rumble. I think oh, sorry. this has come up before. But yeah. But if not on this episode, it's come up on, on this show. It's become up on a different show. And I think a show that you might have been on, Scott, because I remember I, it was, I it thought was on I remember. You, yeah, because I remember you mm. talking about this before, so. Well, that's, I'm glad you remember that. Oh, can I give a nerd question? Oh, does, the yeah, greatest Royal, does the greatest Royal Rumble count for our purposes? Oh, that is a, actually a really good question. That is a really good question. Does the what now? Say again? Because that greatest, puts this guy potentially the on The greatest there. Royal Rumble. The greatest I, Royal Rumble? I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's hard to explain, Matt. Basically, they did a one-off sort of offshoot um was it in, was it a Saudi show? Yes, it was very yeah. much. Yeah, and a very 50, much was. it was a fifty man. I yeah, they did one like so, a one off that doesn't really count in the lineage yeah. technically, but it's it's not a part of the canon. I yeah, I, who you talk to. If, if uh, let me if, let me let me try and find a second list to cross cross reference because this one doesn't say. Judging by the some of the other names and times on this extended list, I. think think the royal the greatest royal rumble is included okay. is okay yeah yeah check if hiroki sumi's on there obviously just <laughs> right yeah yeah taco we're gonna check in okay steven adams fan club checking in with the seven longest participants all time cumulative time in the royal rumble go ahead and give me your list uh we're gonna go chris jericho Number one on the list, four hours, 59 minutes, 33 seconds. Triple H. Triple H is number four on the list, four hours and 50 seconds. Going to go with Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, number three on the list, four hours, 14 minutes, 45. Going to go with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is number five, three hours, 47 minutes, 32 seconds. And I will say the big red machine, Kane slash Isaac Yankum slash fake diesel, because he was in as <laughs> all of those characters. Kane slash fake diesel slash Isaac Yankum DDS is number nine on the Real? list. He's been Three like hours, 19 minutes. I think a couple guys seconds. must have eclipsed them recently, would wow, be my geez. guess. Geez. So that was 40 
points. And more Taylor Swift. There are three names out there available. Who have they said? They said uh, Jericho, Triple H, Rey Mysterio, and Michaels, Shawn Michaels, and then Kane. All right, let's go with uh, Edge. Edge is number six. Three hours, 32 minutes, 55. Yep, he was our next one. All right, um, Matt, I'm just going to name random. Uh, yeah, um, oh, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of feedback here. Okay, I was going to um, say. I'm going to say, no, um, don't go with that next one. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, uh, go ahead, that's fine, that's fine. Um, um, that guy, Randy Orton. Randall Keith Orton, number two on the list. Four hours, 34 oh. minutes, eight seconds. That was our next one after that. Yeah. Uh, those, those, those were I went through this yeah. before. The only two I remembered him talking about were Jericho and Triple H. So that that was all the <laughs> all the thunder I had was those two. Now we got one more. One Shoot. more. I watched last year's. I don't know if that's going to help you. <laughs> I remember there was somebody years? goofy on the list, and that was Randy Orton or There's Randy Orton. Somebody goofy. I'd never heard of that name before, and I was like, who is that? I feel like there's got to be somebody newer, so I'm trying to think. I watched last year. Was a they have a Royal Rumble like at like every, um, every year. WrestleMania? Every... No, it's, just, every it's its Royal own Rumble. Thing. It's its own thing. <laughs> yeah, every okay. Royal Rumble. Pe- Royal I don't know Rumble these pay-per-view. things. Come on. I watch all the old ones, so that I have it's, a life. Just, it's the most fun I ever watching. Just... It's it's the single most fun event in wrestling. I yes. think I'm having a rumble. Correct. I'm having a rum. I'm having a rumble watch party on Saturday, and I can reveal because this will come out after that that the prize for the number pull is an autographed photo of WCW superstar Buff Bagwell. Such right. a high in demand. All right, um, I love it. Was that like uh, twenty three dollars on eBay? You nailed it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the stuff. Know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Pick somebody at random. Uh, Give me Coco, what, what Coco name? Of, no, it's gotta be go. a. It's gotta be a. No? It's gotta be a more recent person, right? Doesn't it? Recent? Because they were saying Kane probably got knocked out by somebody more recent. So you want me to go with the guy that I remember being in for like an hour last year? Yes. All right. So it's that dude with the. He's like white, like super, super white. <laughs> Rafe LaFrance. Super white. <laughs> Like the whitest dude ever. Like he's almost opaque. Like he was born like in Iowa, maybe? Worse. Like <laughs> worse. Just... <laughs> he's like the dude from uh uh um Game of Thrones. Like he's like <laughs> like a guy. white walker? Yeah, he's basically just <laughs> the hell's his stupid name. King. Seamus. Let's go with that. Seamus? Okay. Seamus. Is number seven on the list. Really? Three hours, twenty six minutes, twenty one. Do you have I, it? Was wasn't he in last year's for like an yeah, hour? He was in for like forty five minutes. Yeah. Okay. He's in for a long time. Yeah. And yes, I remember is, watching. He that is last the year. whitest professional wrestler to ever <laughs> professional wrestler. I I wouldn't, have, Zach. I wouldn't have. I know. I because when you say seven. that got so eclipsed by Gunter's run that like I wouldn't. I, right. I already forgot about that. Yeah. I just I just pulled up the list. And Sheamus and Cody Rhodes both passed Kane last year, so I was right. If yes. two guys that passed Kane this oh, last man. year, yeah. last Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes is eight, and then uh, Dolph Ziggler rounds out the top ten. I, I was I was playing with Ziggler because I know he'd been yeah. in the same sort of Kane slot of like been in a bunch of them. So just the last of... time I did this, Kane was in the top seven. So I didn't oh, feel so bad. Okay, 
It's all, it's all good. It's all good. All right. So after the third quarter, here are our scores. More Taylor Swift has 385 points, and the Stephen Adams fan club has 300. It's time for the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. All right, for the fourth quarter, this episode, your categories are spring, summer, fall, and winter. Spring is about MLB history. Summer is about the Olympics. Fall is about professional wrestling. And winter is NHL adjacent. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one, category of spring about MLB history. Name the two teams, one from each league, that moved their spring training from Florida to Arizona prior to the 1947 season, beginning what is now the Cactus League. One of the reasons given for this move was to get away from the Jim Crow, get away from the Jim Crow laws in Florida, and these two teams were among the first to integrate, fielding black players on their major league rosters before 1950. Oh, we can check in. More Taylor Swift has checked in. Steven Adams fan club. Talk it out. So we feel strongly about the Cleveland uh, Guardians, New Indians as one of them, as the AL team, because I know they integrated very early relative to other. Larry Larry Doby. Yeah. Larry Doby. Um, I know the Dodgers were in, were in Florida for quite a while after they moved to Los Angeles. My parents actually the beach now, which was right. Yeah. So that's, they still have a lot of like Dodger town stuff up there. Um, I don't, I mean, I could just be shouting off NL teams for a minute. I've done it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's no current NL East team because I think they're all still in Florida. Right. Uh, I was, yeah, I was thinking someone like, is it like Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh? I think Pittsburgh's also still in Florida. So no, it's not. Um, yeah, they lost to a community college one time pretty recently. (laughs) Manatee, Manatee Community College, I believe. It's um, okay. They've got to roll this Chapman now, so they're, they're going to be fine. So, yeah, no, it's not. We can, like, elimination. Like, it's not the Braves. It's not the – or it's not the Phillies. It's not the Mets. It's not the Pirates. Okay. The Brewers were nailed. You know, the Brewers didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, Cincinnati, which I don't know if I'm thinking that because maybe just the Ohio connection with Cleveland. Yeah, them or St. Louis. Um, yeah, St. Louis. No, Saint, I think St. Louis is also in Florida. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, if we're, we can't really, I mean, if we're going out West, then I, mean, there weren't, I think it's got to be. There weren't really teams in West in 1947. So. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So is our best bet a coin flip between St. Louis and Cincinnati? Yeah. I'd feel a, I'd feel a little better about Cincinnati. Um, of the options, I'm just going through like the current Florida League teams. And I 
think the well, I know the Cardinals have an affiliate down there. So right. They just do spring training elsewhere. Um I'd feel more comfortable with Cincinnati just to put it on the table. Uh Cubs potentially? Or did they Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I don't I have no recollection of like you know, the Cubs and when it comes to the color barrier, but yeah, I mean Cubs could certainly be and I don't know. I'm trying to think if the Cubs are in full. They're probably the furthest west of they were. The, probably the furthest west of that era. Right. In the NL. Yeah, I, I the, the two that I can't outright and like the Cardinals, I'm pretty sure have a team down there. So I think it's just a coin flip between Cubs and Reds. I feel a little better about the Cubs for the geography. Let's do Cubs. I okay. like that too. Okay. So we're gonna check in with the Chicago Cubs and the Cleveland Ale team. For how many points? Oh, for oh. one hundred points. Okay. And more Taylor Swift, what did you come up with? So we checked in with uh, the Dodgers and Cleveland. Uh, but now that I think about it, I think more, I think it's the Cubs because the Cubs actually did their spring training on Catalina Island, just off of the LA coast for quite a wow. while. And then they, I thought they moved to Arizona after that. But um, so, yeah, so we said Dodgers and Cleveland for 85 points. No teams getting points on this one. The Indians is correct. Indians now Guardians. Yes, with Larry Doby as uh, their first black player in 1947. The other one was the Giants. Oh, who okay. moved along with the Indians at the. It was actually oh. uh, at the time Indians um, president Bill Veck. Um, it was his idea to move to Arizona and got. Um, Horace Stoneham to go along with him. And yeah, uh, Hank Thompson and Monty Irvin both debuted for the Giants in 1949. So those two teams there. Okay. Let's move on to question two in the category of summer. And this is an Olympics question. At the 1992 Summer Olympics in Barcelona, swimmer Summer Sanders took home three individual medals, one of each type, in two different swimming events. Name either event. I don't need the exact distance, just the swimming event. Wow. Summer Sanders, guys. I hope we can all figure it out. <laughs> I get it. Let, right. I, I don't know if it, the clapping picks up on the microphone, but I was clapping, and the dozens of people behind me were also standing and applauding. In my original draft of this game, the answer to this question was figure it out. That would have been so much easier. But then I was like, but then I sat there looking at it going, this is not actually a sports question. Oh, yeah, it it 100% (laughs) is. I would have asked you to give it to me, but you've already, frankly, you've already given me so much tonight in terms of like (laughs) multiple wrestling questions, pit, you know, like I can't, you know, thank you. It was indeed in my wheelhouse and that probably saved some face for me on this one. Um, (laughs) Because I, yeah, I've listened to the show and I I say it again that y'all are good at this. Either, either. I don't need both. I need either. I okay. I believe it's pronounced yeah, either. Yeah. Oh, either. It's pronounced chimera, but it's it's an e. There's an e at the in the in the front of it, so it's either. Mm-hmm. Just like okay. ether is pronounced ether and either. Or wait, uh, mm-hmm. I pronounce the letters that are put in front of me, and I don't try any of this this backwards. Mm-hmm. Bunch of mumbo jumbo about bullshit. A bunch of nonsense. Right. Talk, if you talk wanted, was just if trying you to, it, He's trying to just trick you, trip you up here. With the, if they wanted it to sound like I, then put an I there. Stop trying to be fancy. Just with the weird pahonics. Right. I didn't. I didn't write any Vez in a trophy questions. I don't know why <laughs> this is a thing. Oh, 
<laughs> what, what, uh, well, at least we know the NHL adjacent <laughs> one is not. <laughs> um, Matt, we're gonna check in. We are All right. more good. More, yeah. <laughs> unbeknownst, unbeknownst to Matt, more Taylor Swift has checked in. Uh, so Stephen Adams fan club, talk it out. My night of reading comprehension continues. I have sent to Scott so many numbers before realizing I needed to name swimming disciplines, but luckily I can name, I think most of the major swimming disciplines of, you know, breaststroke, backstroke, freestyle, butterfly. There's some relays in there too, but I, you know, you know, don't think that's what we're going for here. Freestyle. That's the highest profile one. That's the, you know, the one that would make her the star of Nickelodeon game shows that we know her as today. I don't think. That's what taking, I'm thinking. Yeah, they're not taking they're not taking the the hundred meter butterfly champion, are they? And if they are, then whoops! I just said that into a microphone. No, if, mm-hmm. that they'd be hosting like wild and crazy kids, not <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I, I we'll just go freestyle. We don't have really any any thunder on it, but I, I've I've read her Wikipedia page. It's been a while, but maybe I feel like the word freestyle was on there. So yeah, we're gonna check him freestyle for fifty points. And more Taylor Swift. What did you come up with? Eric, before uh, we get in here, yes. What was, hi. what was the name of the dive that Ronnie Dangerfield did in Back to School, that movie where he did the off of the three different boards? Remember that? Was that the triple Lindy? If you wanna if you wanna ask me a ladybug's question, I can feel that. But if you're gonna go <laughs> older than that, I can't help you. Uh ch- yeah, Chester, his son was Matt his stepson was Matthew slash Martha. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I thought you were talking about actual ladybugs. I was like, did you know that they get more spots as they get older? <laughs> That's how you can tell the age of a ladybug is count the spots. You know, my, my knowledge of ladybugs goes by, I yell at people all the time. They're like, oh, it's a ladybug. I'm like, nope, that's a Japanese beetle. It's orange. It's not red. Get your colors mm. right because you see those Get orange right. ones all the time, and those are not ladybugs. So that's your uh, ladybug minute with the Ben Schwarmer's Trivia Podcast. <laughs> but, okay, um, what, what was the actual answer to the question? I Sorry. forgot. I've already forgotten. <laughs> I moved on uh, no, to the I'm, triple Lindy, so that I'm focused on that now. Dave, I'm, I'm running pretty, sh- pretty sure it was the butterfly. She won gold in the butterfly. For how many points? 100. Okay. One team is getting points. Uh, Zach, you were correct in that they would not give the uh, 100 meter butterfly champion uh, a hosting gig on Nickelodeon, but they would give the 200 meter butterfly champion a hosting (laughs) gig on Nickelodeon. Uh, Yeah. Summer Sanders won gold in the 200 meter butterfly and her other two individual medals were in both in the individual medley at 200 meters and 400 meters. Oh, one silver oh. and bronze and those also won a, a gold in the medley relay but that wasn't included in this question so uh asking for a friend is um does she, she still like has she held up sorry <laughs> good question actually I, that's that <laughs> is a good question i don't know i have not Okay. Well, I have some work to do after we're done recording. Her Wikipedia Wikipedia photo is from 2009, so that doesn't help us for Uh, that particular question. Summer Sanders now. That's going to be trending on. (laughs) (laughs) That's the episode title. (laughs) Episode 241, Summer Sanders now. She's a big (laughs) Buffalo Bills fan. I see that. Oh, boy. That's not a good start. Mm -hmm. Mm, She just lost two pegs. Mm-hmm. All there's, right. a, there's a Let's, there's a lot of there's a lot of wrinkles there. There's um, there's a lot of uh, yeah, that's why she's, she's a Bills fan. She's got to blend in. 
All right. Question three in the fourth quarter. Category is fall. It's a professional wrestling question. This wrestling Nepo baby had a great fall from the Titantron during his hardcore championship match with the lethal weapon Steve Blackman <laughs> at SummerSlam 2000. He would repeat the feat the following year at Backlash 2001, hurling himself off the Titantron onto the big show. Checked in. Steven Adams fan club has checked in. More Taylor Swift. Talk it out. Was was anything he said there English? Because I'm I don't it's my Danny Glover. Hungarian. <laughs> I, just, I, I see Lethal Weapon, so it's either either Danny Glover or uh, Mel Gibson. Did you read the question? No. Okay, good. I know who Steve Blackman is. It's a Nepo baby, so it's obviously somebody's Repo kid. man. Oh, okay. Somebody's kid. <laughs> 2001. Uh, so Steve Blackman was like one of that. He was like that Kung Fu dude, right? So you have no, I'm talking to nobody. I apologize. You are. You're uh, talking to, you know, black hole of wrestling knowledge. That doesn't have Brown. Coco Beware or the, the uh, animal right. or the world I was. I was watching wrestling at this time. However, I, you know, um, behind the scenes thing, uh, my family did not have money. Um, so I watched zero pay-per-view. Um, and when I say that, I, I watched them or listened to them because this is kids listening. Any kid under the age of 40, um, back when pay-per-views were on, you would just watch like the script, like the, 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 the messed up screen. And you would just hear what was going on. So that's what I was watching. Um, we I, did that with the things that were not also that also were not wrestling, but um, no, correct. But, SummerSlam, but, but, but Matt did it with things that was still two dudes, but it wasn't wrestling. Yeah, Nepo baby, well, what's wrong um, with that? Why are you trying to make a great make? fall? Um, was SummerSlam a part of WrestleMania match. or is it part of this? Uh, <laughs> what is what is this now? I don't know. SummerSlam was its own thing, Matt. <laughs> what? I just want to. <laughs> I just want a podcast of, of Doherty asking wrestling questions. <laughs> It's just, man, is, is, and all of, that... the, uh, all of them are, is this WrestleMania? It's the anime butterfly meme. Of, Was the women's revolution a part of WrestleMania? <laughs> so this big show, was that a, a big WrestleMania or? Oh, geez. All right. Nepple baby. So how many people were kids of all right, kids back then? Somebody that would have jumped off a of Titan Tron. Kids back then. Let's let's go. You, let's go with Shane McMahon for a hundred points. That goes Titan Tron. Is that part of WrestleMania? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. All right. And uh Steven Adams fan club, what did you check in with? Eric Ross. Uh, no, sorry. I just had to shout that out. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, we, we both had this right away. Um, his matches always delivered back then. There was always going to be something crazy. That King of the Ring match with Angle um, was also incredible. It was real glass. glass. Yeah. yeah, when he went through the glass. Uh, yeah, this is the ultimate Nepo baby. And he's still doing crazy like this, like tearing his quads at WrestleMania um, against The Miz. Uh, yeah, it's a Shane McMahon. That wasn't at WrestleMania. Oh, wait, the same thing. Oh, the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's all wrestle. It's one WrestleMania after another. <laughs> uh, both teams getting points. It is Shane O'Mac himself. Uh, sorry, we ours was hundred. I don't know if I said that, but for points. technically, every wrestling event is WrestleMania. Yes, if you like it enough, it is WrestleMania. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. All right, and our final question of the night. 
in the category of winter. This is an NHL adjacent question. The NHL Winter Classic has been held at 14 different outdoor stadiums since its inception in 2008, with Fenway Park the only venue to host more than once. There is only one Winter Classic venue that is not the home stadium of a baseball or football team. Name that venue, the largest sports venue in the United States that doesn't serve as a professional or college's home team stadium. We're good? Yep. Okay, uh, we're going to check in. Okay, the Stephen Adams fan club has checked in for the final time this episode. More Taylor Swift to talk it out. Okay. So this probably wouldn't be Canada somewhere because... Because it says in the U.S. Oh, did it say that? Yes, it actually does. I actually read that part. It's not a team, professional or college team. I don't know. What kind of a venue would they have it at? That would be outdoors. That would be big enough to hold the amount of people that would be there. So I feel like I can list every stupid winter classic and tell you exactly where they are, but well, I can't. I, I have none that are not. Let's, I mean, all right. So I the first one was in first one was in Buffalo. It was at Ralph Wilson Stadium. And then it was Wrigley. Then Fenway. Then Pittsburgh had it, and that was at Heinz Field, Citizens Bank, Michigan. But it was canceled. But then they brought it right back to Michigan Stadium. Um. Uh, Nationals, Ballpark, Capitals, Blackhawks were there. Gillette Stadium had it. Bush Stadium, City Field, Notre Dame Field, like or Stadium, like it's Cotton Bowl, Target Field, Fenway, T-Mobile Park. I, I like honestly, I can't think of one in between there that's not or any of those. I said not like those are all professional stadiums. They're all baseball or football or college. Or is he saying I got maybe I'm reading it wrong? This is the only winter classic venue that's not the home stadium of the baseball or football team. I feel like I'm reading it wrong. I'm just overlooking something because I'm pretty sure I just rattled off every winter classic. That was a double lucky seven, right? There's 14 of them. Baseball right? or football? I don't know. I don't know. Largest sports venue in the U.S. that doesn't serve as a professional or a college team's home stadium. Yes. Would that be a raceway somewhere? Wouldn't it be like? It, it, I mean, it could be, but in my head, I just listed them all, and I have none. No, that would I understand. Have been I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm just looking at that last part there, right? So, <clears throat> obviously, the big house hosts the most amount of people that can be there, right? At a at a, okay. at a professional or college sports venue, right? In the yeah. U.S. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How much does like Daytona or Talladega or um, Indianapolis 500. You know what I mean? Yeah, but again, like I can't think of but any those, of those that would have ever been. And had the, the infield of those are so huge, you wouldn't be able to even see the game because it. There's, you know what I mean? They're, um, you know, they're two and a half miles around. Oh my God! You know what? What's that? Is the Cotton Bowl home for anybody? No, you're right. Nobody plays there as their there regular home. There it is. There you go. Cotton Bowl for 100 it is. Yeah, well, I, I, t- I knew there was something in there. All right. Okay, checking in the Cotton Bowl is more Taylor Swift. And Stephen Adams Fan Club, what did you check in with? Yeah, we heard, I we were talking on chat while Eric after Eric went through the list. We picked up the Cotton Bowl thing much too late, but we were not going to get there. In fact, we did go with the Speedway answer because I knew about like the – 
that Virginia Tech Tennessee game that was at Bristol Motor Speedway that had the massive crowd. I passed by Dallas Motor Speedway. I figured they could have arranged it a certain way to get that kind of crowd in there. And with with Bristol, the Predators could have conceivably hosted a game, uh, even with the climate or whatever. So we did go with uh, Bristol Motor Speedway for fifty. One team is getting points, and Eric, that was pretty scary because you completely nailed the list of all winter's classic in order, including the ones that were canceled. Uh, Wow. Okay. Um, (laughs) But yes, the correct answer is the cotton bowl, which uh, is not the home stadium of any team right now. Uh, Currently the only regular event that ends up there besides the Texas state fair is the red river shootout rivalry, whatever you want to call it between Texas and Oklahoma. The game has come to an end and here are our final scores. The Stephen Adams fan club with a nice performance finishing with 200 points. The clipboard captain of the game receiving the coveted Timmy Chang award with 600 points is more <laughs> Taylor Swift. Zach, thanks for coming on and playing tonight. Uh, is there anything you want to say uh, on the way out? No, not really. Uh, nothing big. Thanks for having me. Y'all are really good at this. I knew that going in and, you know, thanks for thanks for the pit question always happy to shout that out um yeah twitter pit basketball shouting uh uh blue sky i have shouting beast sky social i do stuff there um this is what i do i dox myself only in the recordings of podcasts so if this is how you found out let me know um and don't use my real name on there because then i'd have to delete the account all right thanks for having me Awesome. Uh, anything else from the bench warmers before we get out of here? Summer Sanders holds up. I'm, I'll put that out there right now. On that note, for <laughs> Eric and Scott and Matt and all the rest of the bench warmers, I have been Matt Takimoto. This has been the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Go Bills. <laughs> Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.